Imaginative Radio. We are back. This is episode 265 of the Dark Windows Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm Kevin. And, uh, man, this week, we're going to New Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Yep. Well, it's the new version. Yeah. Um, Which, like, I had a kind of a hard time finding anything um, for New Mexico. Yeah, I I was Uh, like... Because, like, cryptids, like, that just that shit ain't happening in New no. Mexico, man. Like, yeah, you get some Bigfoot sightings here and there. Um, unless you wanted to do, like, Skinwalker Ranch, which that's not even necessarily cryptids. That's a bunch of just grab bag of shit. Yeah. You know? Um, I think that's also in Utah. Now that I'm thinking about Utah. It. Yeah. So you can't do it anyway. Um, no, like, there's Skinwalker stuff. And it's, like, a lot of stuff that we've covered already. And there's things that we've already covered. Right. From New Mexico, so it was kind of like, you know, as I said to Kevin, it's fucking, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, mine's a little bit longer, but it's it's an interview that I found um, from someone that worked at a particular facility that we're going to talk about. Some very interesting questions and answers in that. But um, in the meantime, we'll get back to the land of enchantment. Um, coming in at 121,590 square miles. New Mexico is the fifth largest state in the country, has a pretty geographic makeup. It's mostly desert, but it is still part of that, like, Four Corners region. Yep. So there's still Rocky Mountains. Like, you can ski in New Mexico, you know? There, there's mountains there in yeah. areas. Um, what they would refer to as high desert, like in uh, Nevada. Okay. You know? Gotcha. Um, just over 2 million people live in New Mexico. Um, with its size, that makes it the sixth most... The sixth most sparsely populated state in the country, averaging about 17 people per square mile. Not a lot. Huh. Um, Albuquerque, being the, the, the largest populated city, is home to about 600,000 people. So, as we do, again, fun facts. Yep. The first atomic rice cooker was dropped in Jordana del Muerto on July 16th, 1945. Okay. I... <laughs> I... <laughs> I went, I went, what? Atomic There's rice an cooker. atomic rice cooker. Uh, the, 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 same, <laughs> the same design was dropped on Nagasaki a few weeks later. <laughs> my my brain didn't like catch on. And it went, Your brain didn't want to know what I didn't want to try to process what I was saying. And then it clicked in and I went, ah, uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. that thing. Um, even though it didn't become a state until 1912, Santa Fe is the oldest capital in the country. Because the city itself, town itself, whatever it was yeah. at that point in time, was founded in 1607, which is like 13 years before the Mayflower landed. Yes. So that would be the Spaniards. Um, the other variety. Well, because it was part of it was part of Mexico. Yeah. Well, like I said, that would have been the Spaniards. You know, they're the uh, the white people that catch no blame for colonizing. Mm. You know, uh, they just people like to think they go white people. Oh, that's the English. Yeah. No, no, the Spaniards got here first, so... It's true. You know, um, they also decimated fucking South America and Central America and Mexico, but, you know, we'll ignore that fact, because then the British showed up and... That was mostly the Spanish that did that. That's what I just said. 
That wasn't the Mexicans. No, I said they decimated Mexico, dumbass. Oh. No. All right. Fine. <laughs> my Okay, so my uh, not listening ears went on. Yeah. Okay? Uh, <laughs> I heard what I wanted to hear. Clayton Lake State Park, located in uh, northeastern New Mexico, is home to more than 500 fossilized dinosaur tracks that are estimated to be about 100 million years old. Which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Smokey the Bear. We all know who Smokey the Bear is. Unless you're Canadian, then you guys have an owl, and I can't remember his name. He serves the same purpose. But yeah. Um, Whatever. He was originally a black bear cub that was found in New Mexico. Um, he was found by firefighters uh, at the Taos Pueblo during uh, World War II. Oh, yeah. Um, Taos, also home to the hum, yep. which uh, only certain people can hear because it's a weird-ass frequency, and a lot of people like in certain age ranges can't hear it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so there's <laughs> another freebie for New Mexico. Um, <laughs> yes. The largest Indian heritage reservation in the United States is located in New Mexico. It spans about 14 million acres. Oh, wow. That's pretty pretty big. I yeah. Mean, consider, you know, it was like kind of like the whole thing at one point in time. 14 million acres ain't shabby. I got one. So, <laughs> you know, who who's really fucking at the disadvantage here? You know? They don't own it. You guys it. got all that land, got casinos, I got a fucking acre. The problem is they don't own it, I don't think. Somebody does. Well, yeah. they don't, they probably do because like, like, Tribal, they have like, like their own police force and shit like that. Doesn't matter. A lot of, uh, just because they have their own uh, police force. I was watching this thing on uh, some of the Native American tribes, and there's only like a handful of reservations in the United States that uh, the natives actually own themselves. Hmm. One of them happens to be in North Carolina. Um, it's the Cherokee tribe there. Indians. They, uh, they own the whole thing. Well, yeah, that's exactly what they were. They were growing fucking tobacco. They're cigarette Indians. Oh, yes. <laughs> you thought I meant 7-Eleven Indians. No, I meant cigarette Indians. That's different. I No, I did not. I knew where you were going. I knew where you were yeah. going with that. As opposed to the ones that lived here that were murder Indians. Ah. Because, like, this is where the violent guys lived. <laughs> not really. That's a misnomer. Are you get the fuck out of here? Yeah, oh, yeah. The Apaches were peaceful. You know, so oh, like the oh Comanche well, no. I was and, talking about Cherokee. No, New dude. No, I'm talking like New Mexico, like the Southwest. This is where like, this oh, is where they went hard yeah. in the fucking paint. Navajo, the Pueblo. Yeah, you know all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this, this is where they didn't like each other. No, they fucking but then, put like curses on each other too. No, but then like dudes that looked like us showed up. They're like, we like you even less. Yeah, and we're gonna fuck all over you. And then they were like, listen, we don't like them. But people people need... act like we came in and like dropped fucking atomic weapons on the Indians. No, they kicked the dog shit out of us for a long time. Yeah, well, we're still kicking the dog shit out of them. Because, well, yeah. like I said. No, we are not. The government is. We have nothing true. to do with it. That is true. The government. I'm on their side. They shouldn't have changed the fucking Redskins name. The government is. Just saying. I saw a thing on that. Um, uh, a Native American that was uh, actually talking about like a, that. Like the fucking National Councils. Like, this was stupid. They're yeah. saying the same thing with the the the, the Guardians. Like, why'd you guys change that? Yeah. It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't meant to be offensive. It was legitimately, they were both done out of respect. Yeah. Like, yeah, Chief Wahoo was a, a fucking caricature. But if you look back at the old design of Chief Wahoo, where it was a picture drawn of 
Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was the first Native American that played baseball professionally. Uh-huh. And the reason that they earned the name Indians is because he went back home and was like, hey, I know a bunch of motherfuckers that can come play baseball, too. And then they had a bunch of them. So they're like, oh, playing a bunch of Indians. And it just stuck. You know, the fucking Blackhawks, they're talking about changing theirs, too. That's, that's a literally the least fucking offensive of all of them. Yeah, that's a tribe. And the, the fucking Redskins logo was drawn by, was a, a, a chief of, I don't remember what tribe it was, but his grandson drew the fucking picture that they used for the logo. How disrespectful is that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus uh. Christ. And you know who it is? It's fucking white people. It's white people with dreadlocks. They get offended on everybody else's behalf. Because I'm try- I, I, I cannot tell you how many videos I've seen on fucking like Instagram and stuff where there's comments underneath it where it's like a white dude and a black dude making racist jokes at each other, but they're clearly friends and having fun. And some fucking white dude's like, this is offensive. He shouldn't be saying that to a, a person of color. Get fucked. They're friends. They're having fun. Comedy used to have racist shit in it, and everybody thought it was funny. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. If you don't like it, scroll past it. Don't follow it. It's easy. Exactly. You know, don't throw your fucking TV out because you didn't like a commercial. Change the channel. Dipshit. Anyway, Doc Holliday owned a saloon in New Mexico. Uh, um, he did. That's he right. did. The owner of the house used for the TV show Breaking Bad installed a fence to deter visitors from throwing pizzas on the roof, which is a reference to a scene in the show. Um, huh. And the show is obviously based in New Mexico. It's in Albuquerque. Um, and he drove the world's worst goddamn vehicle. He had a Pontiac Aztec. Who? Walter White. Oh, okay. Those things are garbage. I I, I mean, I saw, like, maybe an episode of it. I didn't really get into I it. I watched, like, the first, like, first half of the first season. I was, like, I was also going through that, like, existential crisis where cancer scared the shit out of me at the time. Because um, I was working in pest control, and I'm like, I'm going to get cancer, and then I'm going to have to, you know, lose all my hair, and it's going to be really fucking sad, so I couldn't watch it, but yeah. I guess it gets good. I mean, it they was like around for like fucking ten seasons, so I'm assuming yeah. it got good somewhere. Um, New Mexico receives approximately a thousand formal reports of UFOs a year. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Well, I mean, because you know. of you know what's there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, some dumb laws. Only got a handful this time, and I mean a literal handful. I found five that I, I thought were interesting. Oh. Men can go naked as long as their genital uh, as long as their genitals are covered, and it's fine for women to go topless, providing their nipples are not visible. So, what's the point of getting your boobs out if we can't see the nipples? Exactly. I just I've never understood that. This makes no sense to me. Like that. I mean, I don't really care. I mean, I mean, whatever your nipples, whatever. Okay, I can just see boobs. That nipples, so. boobs are pointless. <laughs> but <Boom. laughs> I'll leave. Um, in Deming, specifically at the Mountain View Cemetery, it is illegal to ride your bike or hunt on the grounds of the cemetery. Yeah. Huh. So you can't uh, just go, you know, cruising around with your 300 wind mag, like, shooting fucking antelope in a, in a cemetery. <laughs> oh, look at that one. It's unfortunate. Wow. I mean, whatever. Hey, if um, they're in there, they gotta go. Man, this, is, this, sh- this should be fucking this one. You can't gamble on bike races, but you can lay your money down for races involving camels or ostriches. <laughs> I see you trying to do the math there. Huh. You know. Because camels do fucking run fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, 
how do you race ostriches? Is it like uh, first off, a that's how can you watch it? I mean, that's fucking like that's like too fast. Ostriches are fucking they're not that fast. Like they're not like breaking the fucking like speed of sound or anything. You can they're... watch them run. Yeah, but they're faster than that's like they're like seventy miles an hour. That's fast. You can still watch it happen, dumbass. I but like, you, the question is, when you race ostriches, is it like a horse race where you have to put a tiny person on it, or is it like dogs where they just run loose? No, they put people on them. I you think can, you have to. You can ride a ostrich. I've seen it. Uh, there was a I don't know what the fuck I was. I was watching something. You have to be really up. small. You'd have to be like a, like a horse jockey size to do that. I don't know. Horse jockeys are little. I don't know. Like but they, they even... can't weigh over like 130 pounds or some shit like that. I don't think we even have ostriches here. I'm sure somebody does, because or else there wouldn't be a law about against you know betting on them. I don't know. You know, there's there's more tigers in captivity in the state of Texas than there is in the wild, right? Hmm, I'm not gonna say there isn't. There is I'm probably you know. there is. Um, yeah. Some people would argue and say they're saving the species. Others would say that they're trafficking exotic animals. Potato, potato. Whatever. Yeah. Tigers aren't going extinct in fucking Texas, are they? No. Nope, they're not. They're going to make people extinct soon. Because <laughs> they're going to escape. So. And... <laughs> um, this one I put in just because I like the name of the town. In Las Cruces, it's a, it's not allowed to walk down Main Street carrying a lunchbox. You're not allowed to walk you down... You can't the... carry your lunchbox in public down Main Street. Well... Poor kids are screwed then because, you know, they've already paper bagging it. What about all those construction workers, man? Plus, also, I mean, come on. There used to be some really fucking cool lunchboxes back in the day. I never got one, but still, you know, <coughs> and matching thermos inside of it. I had a hand-me-down land-before-time lunchbox. Whoa. I mean, I remember, like, I don't know, some friends, some kids I knew that, like, had, like, uh, Transformers and and Smurfs and I got a Ninja Turtles one one year for Christmas. I, mean, I, I used that for a long time. That was cool. I had a plate and a cup and a bowl that was. Uh, did I have GI Joe or hold on I though? Have... Did you have the matching placemat too? N- no. Oh, you guys were poor, were poor. Shit. No, they didn't have that then. Of course they did. It came as a set, dude. No bullshit. No. You get the fu- the fucking placemat to put all your shit on. No. Really? Yeah, it was oh, just man. A, it was just the bowl, cup, I th- bowl, cup, flatware. Uh you know, like your fork and spoon and shit. I think it may have been the fork and spoon, I think. I'm not sure. And then you had and you had, yeah, so bowl, plate, cup. Maybe fork. Um but you can get like a you know, a mat or anything. Damn, dude. Okay, so maybe you weren't poor. You're just old. Because my all my shit came with a place mat too. <laughs> just thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was night. That was calling Kevin old. Number one. Yep. Uh, some famous people from New Mexico. I've been waiting um, for this. A guy who created a business in his garage and went on to become one of the most hated capitalists of our time. Jeff Bezos was born in Albuquerque in 1964. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. See, people hate him because he's, like, all into, like, making as much money as they can. I hate him because he looks like a fucking, like, half-assed Lex Luthor. Uh, he should really put in some time in the gym and actually, like, do it the right way if he's gonna. True. He just looks like a, he looks like a bitch. He looks like an egg with eyes on it. Yeah. You know. 
And his spaceship looks like a giant dick, so. He's got a spaceship? He does have a spaceship, yeah. Huh. Yep. Not as cool as uh, Elon Musk's, but, you know. True. And people only started hating him recently once he bought Twitter and was like, you can just, you know, freedom of speech and stuff on here. <clears throat> Man, you're going to love this one. Sunshine on my goddamn shoulders, John Denver, who was born in Roswell on no New Year's Eve 1943. I wonder why he's different. <laughs> yeah, he was born in... Did you know he's fucking Asian? You know, his, I believe his his mother is. Uh, I thought there was. I thought I, there was possibly. I want to say his mother was like Korean or Japanese, but okay. yeah, yeah, he's he's half Asian. That's why you're you can't quite put a finger on. I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was. <clears throat> but... Like you're, you're not all the way white, but you're also what? What are you? You know? Yeah, I thought he was possibly, but I didn't know. I was like, well, I don't want to. Explains the bowl cut. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or, well, I mean, or maybe it's just, you know, what everybody else had at a time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's just like, it's like when you, you look at the ones in North Korea where they have like five, like. Well, they have five bowls, you know. No, they, they have bowl, fucking bowl. like five state authorized haircuts and three of them are bowl, are bowl cuts. Yeah, put a bowl on your head. Uh, that one is a fit. Okay, gotta go next size down. Well, they, no, as long as it doesn't matter what size bowl you're using, as long as you're using a bowl to cut your hair. True. You know. Um. Conrad Hilton, who founder of the Hilton Hotel chain, was born in San Antonio, Texas in 1887. But at the time, San Antonio was part of New Mexico. Oh, wow. So, really? yeah, yeah. I didn't Fucking know. take that. What year? 1887. Huh. So it was before New Mexico was even a state. I didn't know that. So he was born in the New Mexico Territory. Huh. Yeah. Did not know that. Yep. Um, I wonder when, it, when San Antonio went to Texas then. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure Greg Popovich was there for I it, if though. They, I wonder if they defected. <laughs> Fuck I, you guys! I know a couple of people will get that joke. Yeah. But, uh, Apache leader and the inspiration for anyone who's ever jumped out of or off of anything, Geronimo, was born somewhere at some point in time in the territory of New Mexico. Don't know where, don't know when, because uh, Native Americans didn't have the best uh, record-keeping system. Two moons. It was probably painted on something somewhere. Five moons Who the fuck knows? past. <laughs> Um, the woman who murdered Ronda Rousey on national TV with one of the most brutal head kicks in the history of women's MMA, Holly Holm, was born in Albuquerque in 1981. And that was fucking gnarly. Cause she was like bent down and she just shin kicked her right in the goddamn teeth. Yeah. Whoa. It ranks right up there with, uh, um, when fucking Gabriel Gonzaga uh. kicked Crow Cop in the side of the head and he like, he fell, but his knee went weird and he like sprang on it and. That I, one was fucking nasty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. It takes a lot to knock that dude out, too, because he was, he was fucking tough. He usually did <clears throat> knocking out. Yeah. Like with kicks. He'd kill you with his hands, yeah. Um, one of the grossest people that's ever existed, David Parker Ray, the toy box killer, um, who's suspected of killing somewhere in the neighborhood of about 60 people. They only got him on a couple. Um, yeah. So he was born in Mountain Air, New Mexico, um, and he operated in the area of Truth or Consequences, which... <laughs> I love that. Do you know how that town got its name? No. From a fucking game show. It was There was something something to do with the game show where you could enter... Um, you entered some contest to, to, you know, to have your town renamed after the show, 
and they just so happened to win. It's a great name, though. Um, another person that was from Truth of Consequences is Cactus Jack. But, you know, who's actually from Long Island, but whatever. Whatever. That alter ego <laughs> was from Truth of Consequences. So why don't you, uh, why don't you take it from here, buddy? And <clears throat> uh, if you, you didn't know... Well, you know, it's Mick Foley. It's Mick fucking yeah, Foley. Like, yeah, but I, but I no. What I was gonna say was, you know, cause you guys didn't hear it or guys can't even see it. I went bang bang, you know, guns in the air because that's what Mick Foley did. Bang bang. I, I think Cactus Jack honestly is my favorite Mick, Mick Foley alter ego, other than Mick Foley. But his original was Dude Love. Yeah, but he was not as fun because Cactus Jack would actually kill you. Like that was his thing. Is true. Know. True. His shirt even said it wanted dead. There was no or alive. It was just dead. Five hundred dollar yeah. reward. Because I think it was what. It was. He started that shit off in WCW. But. Dude, love was his first character. Yeah, that one didn't work well though. But then it was Cactus Jack. Yep. Because he took Cactus Jack everywhere. Him and Terry Funk fucking killed each other in like multiple different promotions. Yeah. They killed each other in different continents for Christ's sakes. They went to Japan and did fucking. Barbed wire exploding death matches and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy goddamn fucking people. guys. Uh, well, anyway, so my portion of this. So let's talk about some of the urban legends of New Mexico. Uh, the first one that we're going to talk go down a little rabbit hole on is the La Mala Ora. Uh, this is from the southern part of the state in a place called Chipas. The Evil Eye. Uh... La Mala Ora or La Mora or La, uh, La Malagra is a woman who appears as a beautiful long-haired woman dressed in white. Huh. Uh, who – so uh, there's also uh, – what is it? Uh, La Llorona? Uh, yeah. Is, yep. that, is that it? Yep. Yeah. That one. And then there's another one, which is a fucking owl woman that I can't... Yeah. Lechusa. That was that one. Well, the... That's the owl witch. The one that you said, that's that's from here as well. Yeah. Um, Well, well, technically, it's also Mexico as well. But anyway... It's almost like the stories migrated with the people that didn't leave, and they just got lumped into a different country. It's crazy. Fucking Uh, wild how that happens. (laughs) Uh, So, she's a beautiful, long-haired woman... Uh, who's dressed in white, walking along the side of the road at night. Men who encounter her are so taken by her beauty and seductive ways that they follow her mindlessly, with no heed to where she's actually leading them. The lucky few who have met uh, La Malahora uh, and live to tell the, the tale say that while following her, they lost their sense of direction uh, if they carried a lamp, it would suddenly stop working. Luckily, these fe- uh, fellows noticed that the lovely lady they were following floated rather than walk. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, or they noticed that uh, her toes were actually backwards. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit freaky. Uh, those poor victims who didn't don't look uh, down at La Mala Hora's uh, feet will follow her to their doom as she leads them over the edge of a ravine. The lucky few who have met... Um, oh, wait. 
I just repeated myself. That's good. You sure did. I <clears throat> did. I did. Uh, yeah. So I mean, they uh, they kind of you know it's it's one of those ones where you know it's one of those ones where you just don't like any woman in white. Don't follow them, no matter where they fucking are gonna lead no. you, because it always leads to your. It death. always adds, ends badly. Like there's very, no very bad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Didn't we cover one of them already? What? Or a couple of them? What? These women in white? I think so. <clears throat> like... Or, I mean, the the best thing you can do to avoid anything like this is just don't talk to women. It's true. You know? It's true. Uh, so the next urban legend we're going to talk about is called the Death Waltz. This takes place in Fort Union, which was the only spot for Miles at during its time. Uh, this revolves around a young woman who was the sister-in-law of a captain who enjoyed the variety and spice of adventure to be found there. She would catch the eye of a young lieutenant who fell uh, for her charms and devoted herself himself to her in hope that she would ultimately, he would ultimately win her hand in marriage. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, one day messengers came dashing into the fort with news of an Apache outbreak. And a detachment was ordered out to chase and punish the marauding Indians. Uh, the lieutenant was put in command of the expedition, but before starting, he confided to his love, he confided his love to the young woman, who not only acknowledged that she returned his affection, but promised that if the fortune of war deprived him of life, she would mm. never marry another. I've heard. <clears throat> I've heard. Not this specific story, but the exact same thing in a different state. Mm. Uh, I know exactly where this is going. As she bade uh, goodbye to her, him, uh, he was heard to say this, quote, That is well. Nobody shall, ha shall have you. I will come back and make my claim. So in a few days, the detachment came back, but the lieutenant was missing. He did. It was the notice. It was noticed that the bride elect grieved, but very, very little for him. Yeah, and nobody was surprised that she announced her intention of marrying a young man from uh, from the east. The wedding day arrived, and as the you know the whole fun of uh, of everything taking on you know happens and everything at the post in the evening. Uh, the the mess room was decorated for a ball, and as the dance was in full swing, a door flew open with a bang. Mm -hmm. Letting and someone it, came in with decorated balls. Nope. Oh no, no. A draft came in uh, off the air that made the candles burn dim, and a strange cry, unlike any of uh, of any human that. Went through the whole that it actually went through the whole house. It was just like the the, the opening part of fucking Crazy Train. They heard that just the yes. All right, all right. Yep. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Son of a bitch. The English are back. Yeah. So with all eyes on the door, uh, that stood there stood a swollen body of a dead man dressed in stained uh, uniform. <laughs> Yes. It's Mexican Jason. Run. Uh, uniform of an officer. 
The temple uh, was marked by a, a hatchet gash. Ooh. The scalp was gone, Ooh. and the eyes were wide open and burned with a terrible light. Walking to the bride, the body drew her from... Hold on, do, do that description again. So, the, his temple was marked by a hatchet gash. Okay. Um, the scalp was gone, so he got scalped. Okay. Uh, the, his eyes were wide open and burned with a terrible light. I, I might be onto something with it being Mexican Jason. But he wasn't scalped. He had no hair, though. But he he was he was like he looked like he could have been scalped at some point in time. It's true. Uh, Or it's Ghost Rider. Ooh, was he on fire? Keep going. Not sure. Might be onto something here. Keep going. Let's hear. All right. So he walked to the bride and drew her from the arms of her husband, who, like the rest of the company, stood in. As in a trance without the power of motion and uh, clasping, clasping her to his his body, he began to waltz. Okay. <clears throat> the musicians who, who uh, afterward declared that they did not know what they were doing struck up a demonic dance. And the couple spun around and around. The woman uh, growing paler and paler until... At last, the fallen jaw and staring eyes showed the life was in, in her was extinct. Okay, so, if so there, she it, basically fucking died. So if there was extended eye contact there, and that's what killed her, that's a penance stare, and this could potentially be Ghost Rider. That's what I'm saying. <coughs> like the Sam Elliott Ghost Rider where he was like an old Wild West dude yes. before Nicolas Cage with, exactly. the, with the, the motorcycle. He... One of the original Ghost Riders. That's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying. I was yeah. just saying one of the original ones. And then they're remaking it with fucking Norman Reedus now. Like, wh- why? It wasn't that good last time. Why do we have to remake it? It might be better. I don't know, dude. I highly doubt it. Like, know. Ghost Rider was badass, but it's it's gonna be hard to make a good one. You know, never know. <coughs> uh, the dead man allowed her to sink to the floor. Stood over her for a moment. Uh wrung his hands as he sounded his fearful cry, then vanished through the door. A few days later, a troop of soldiers who had been uh, at the scene of the Apache encounter returned with the body of the lieutenant. I'm, okay. Yeah. <coughs> uh, so, the last one. I got one more. Uh, the next, the last one is the Eureka Mesa. I think it's how it's pronounced. Uraka? Uraka Mesa. Uh, Uraka's history extends back to the time of the Anasazi, also known as the Ancestral Pueblos. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lived in the area from around 200 uh, CE to around 1300 CE. Or as some would say, 280 to 1380. Uh, more than 1 million scouts. <laughs> I'm glad you specified. <laughs> well, some people, you know, prefer CE. It's the same fucking thing, though. No, not really. 
One's more religious than the other. It's still the same goddamn thing. One's common era versus whatever the Latin is. A domine, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's the same thing, though. Anyway. Um, like saying 12 in the afternoon or noon. Like uh, the- more than 1 million scouts and adventurers have been through the camp, which was established by the Boy Scouts back in 1938. Before it became a scout ranch, uh, Philmont was a stop along the Santa Fe Trail. It was uh, a prospecting camp for the Civil War, after the Civil War, sorry, before being turned into a cattle ranch. Several Native American tribes also lived in the area. (laughs) However, long before the Apache, you and Europeans lived in the area, the ancestral Pueblos called the region home, at least, until they suddenly disappeared. There are are quite a few creepy things about the Uraca Mesa in New Mexico. For one, the word Uraca actually means magpie in Spanish. Okay. Uh, in many cultures, they are seen as messengers of death. Yeah, I mean, magpies are related to crows and ravens. Yep. So, Quote the raven, nevermore. Oh, God, what about raven? It's a good fucking poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Nope, never mind. I know where you went, but... <laughs> Uh, so compasses don't make it a lot of fucking like you are like you're, wrestling uh, references over the last couple of weeks, but pretty soon we're going to get you in your ready, uh, <clears throat> ready savage. I don't think it's going to happen. Tourette's. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to happen. Elizabeth. I haven't heard anything that would trigger me yet. So. <laughs> That's true. All I do is have one Elizabeth quote. We'll see. <laughs> uh, anyway, so compasses don't always work on the, uh, on the Mesa. Since uh, the Mesa has large deposits of lodestone, which is a naturally magnetic stone, it makes sense that the compasses actually don't work. Yeah. Uh, that means now means that the scouts can easily get lost, and lodestone also attracts lightning. So it's not surprising that the Mesa ha- has all the most lightning strikes in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I mean, it's also higher. Than most yeah. other places, you know. <clears throat> uh, there's actually cat, cat, catamounts, cat totems. I read that wrong. <laughs> that guard. Yeah, the, yes, you did. Yeah, those uh, are not the same words. There, yes, there's cat totems that actually guard the site. Uh, shaman have placed the cat totems around the mesa. Uh, the cats are said to scare away the magpies, who can open the por- like different portals. A legend says that if all the totems are destroyed, the portal a portal will open and evil will be unleashed. At last count, only two of the original totems remain. Scouts report seeing weird things on the mesa. In one account, a scout hiking in the, at the mesa at night found himself uh, near the eye. He heard an unusual noise. When he turned, he saw a dark-skinned, uh, hairless figure watching him. Maybe. Uh, When the scout saw the dark figure watching him, he booked it down the mesa. About halfway down, he stopped to catch his breath. He looked back up the trail and saw a different figure, awash in a glowing blue light. Okay. So, kind of weird shit going on. Yeah, for sure. So, that's some uh, urban legends of of New Mexico. Couldn't really find like too many that were like beyond 
like chupacabra and right you know it's like a lot of them were you know like kevin and i were just were saying at the beginning of the episode kind of uh a little bit rough you know yeah i mean the only like uh true crime like he could have done david parker ray but that he needs his own episode if we decide to do one because he was fucking gross yeah for sure like there's videos of him letting his dogs fuck women that he kidnapped and stuff I don't know if we need to talk about that guy because, like, everybody else has already done it. Yeah. You know. So, do we want to take a break now or do uh, we? Wanna... Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Let's break now. Is... Mine is Grande. Oh. Uh, Mucho Grande. So, we are going to head up into the northwest, like, corner of the state to Dulce, New Mexico. There's a few things you can do in town. You know, you can go over to the Jacara Apache game and fish club which up here we call them a fish and game club because it just it grows off the tongue faster a little bit better you know Listen. um you can go hang out at the local ace hardware oh you can go down to the south end of town and fish in you know dulce lake or hell you can go to the secret underground military base if you really want to that they say does not exist sure <clears throat> um i mean, first off we should probably explain what the hell a deep underground military base or dumb actually is um, but it's, it's pretty easy to figure out from the name of it. Um, there's there's a few, um, more than a few, like a, a few hundred <laughs> of them across the country. Um, some of the bigger ones are uh, Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado, uh-huh. which is essentially like the brain of the U.S. military from what I have seen. I could be wrong in that. I know that they run, like, NORAD and shit out of there. Yep. Um, it's like the fail-safe uh, spot to go to the spot. One of the fail-safe spots. Yeah, for uh, the President of the United States. You know, and there's also supposedly tunnels that go from there to the one under the Denver airport. Who the fuck knows? I wouldn't be surprised. Who knows? Um, there's the Mount Weather Emergency Operations Center in Virginia, which I don't know exactly what that one is, but it's also... a you know, secret fucking military base, so they're probably not just going to slap up a poster on the outside telling what you're doing there. Never heard of that one. Um, and then there's one in Pennsylvania called Raven Rock, which is, like, the most sinister sounding of them hmm. for some reason. Um, and I highly recommend, if you're listening to podcasts, go listen to a good one, uh, The Confessionals. Um, Tony Merkel, the host, actually, um, he used to drive truck, like, before his show fucking exploded. And he does it full time now, like that and making movies and stuff. So he used to be a truck driver and he used to, he more than once, I guess, made pickups and deliveries at Raven Rock without even really knowing where the hell he was, apparently. Hmm. It was like he just went up this road that, you know, his GPS led him up this road to go do pickups and stuff. And then all of a sudden there's military personnel and he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, and they're like, yeah, whatever. And they search his truck and do whatever and he leaves. So like that's that's kind of fucking crazy. Um, huh. There's a couple in Tennessee. Um, the one if you're if you're intent if you're looking for one in Tennessee, the one you really want to look into is uh, Oak Ridge National Labs, because that one supposedly has either a Stargate, a super collider, or both. And there's also a ton of like weird fucking animal sightings around there. Like, weird shit that people can't explain. Like, it's not just like, oh, I saw a dog, man. I saw a big... It, it's it's weird shit. Okay. So... I'm going to say that they probably have both the Stargate and... I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same goddamn thing. 
I think you just have to get it to a certain frequency to open up other things. Okay. I'll go with it. Because, like, when they started fucking around with, with stuff at CERN, like, big time, that's when the whole Mandela effect kicked in. Where it's like, oh, this isn't how that was. Because people think that they did something goofy with the Super Collider, and we actually went into a neighboring dimension to where we are, where it's almost exactly the same, but some weird shit is different. Okay. That people pick up on, and that's where the Mandela effect comes from. Okay. Yeah, it'll be like the Berenstein Bears, Berenstain Bears, that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they think that's where that where that happened, is they think that, you know, it's potentially that we kind of like, boop, and just like popped over a dimension or some shit. Hmm. You know, uh, weird shit like that. What? <clears throat> Who knows? Um, most of these secret bases are defense related in some way, shape or fashion, ranging anywhere from missile silos to again, like running NORAD shit like that run, you know, things that are owned and run by the DOD. Yeah. Um, department of defense, if you don't know, or um, even more black site than them. Right. I saw there was something that just came up on the news the other day. Um, there was a fucking Walmart. I think it was in Texas um, that had been closed for renovations. Um, and some dude broke into it and there's nothing in there. And there's like fucking cells and shit. So this Walmart had been turned into a goddamn black site here, like leaked all the footage. And then like within a couple of days, the whole store was demolished. Hmm. Like, that's fucking weird. Huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And it wasn't like on the border. It wasn't like northern Texas. Yeah. So. Up in the pan, up in the, uh, the, the neck. Yeah. Or no. <laughs> up in, up in the, the foregrip that makes it even more dangerous, you know? True. Makes Texas more dangerous than the rest of them. Um, so Dulce, on the other hand, is a little different. Um, this yep. could be. We could do a whole fucking full-length episode on this. And this very well may turn into a full-length episode of what I'm about to talk about, plus <laughs> the, the the stuff that you covered at the beginning, because this is kind of long. Because I found a transcript um, of an interview <clears throat> with a guy named Thomas Costell, uh, Costell. I think it's Costello, and I just missed the O. Uh, he was a former Dulce-based security officer. And here are some of the questions and answers that went through this interview. Okay. Um, what exactly was, when exactly was the upper human occupied level of the Archuleta installation constructed, which is another name that they use for yes. Dulce. Um, well, hold on. You should probably we'll stop before you get going. Cause you probably should say that we got to say that they don't know people. Cause you, you just mentioned, you know, the upper level. There's actually oh, multiple we're, we're levels. We're going to get into the, into the multiple levels. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. multiple levels of this place. Yep. Like it's. Hold on. I don't know how many. There's total. a lot. We'll, yeah. we'll get into them. <clears throat> but I mean, there's like multiple levels. So there, there's like a lot of levels that of uh-huh. this of this uh, of this facility. Yeah. Um, so what exactly was the upper human occupied level of Archuleta installation constructed? I heard Dulce was started in 1937, 1938 by the Army engineers, enlarged over the years. Most of the recent work was completed between 1965 and 1966 to connect tunnels um, to the Page Base, which is in Arizona, um, and some of the other older underground facilities. Most of the Native Americans living in that area are aware of the base 
and could tell us about underground life forms that frequent <clears throat> that frequent uh, frequently are spotted near those communities like Bigfoot, etc. Yeah. He only said Bigfoot, etc., but there's a lot more that by what means was the upper installation constructed? Are you familiar with the uh, with the alleged developments made by the Rand Corporation of high of highly efficient bore or mole machine capable of melting rocks using nuclear powered Wolfgram graphite tipped drill cones? They actually are real. There's a lot of shit going on in that sense. I didn't understand what any of it is, but it's all real. <clears throat> so basically, it's it's a fucking machine that. Bores a hole through the ground. Yeah, it's, it's the shit that Elon Musk made all his money selling before he started a fucking car company and a a, a, a space program. They still fucking make <clears> them. <throat> yeah, but no, that's where he... That's basically where he started and made all of his money to do all the other crazy shit that he's doing now. And he's still trying to fucking get the Hyperloop going, which which you have to have the, the bore to do. Yeah, because you have to have tunnels. Yeah. And if you don't know who, don't know who the Rand Corporation is, take a couple hours and look that up because uh, yes. they do some weird shit. Yes. <clears throat> Very much so. Y'all like defense contractors because we are them. Yeah. 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 They uh, have. They. They. Yeah. Yeah. They do. They do things that. They were at war in Iraq before we went there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yes. Um. <clears throat> some of those ships that you see, you know, flying around. Oh, I'm not even worried. I'm not even talking about that shit. I'm talking about like the terrestrial shit that we can prove that the Red Corporation does. Well, I'm talking about you know like that that they do that stuff as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they've been doing some other shit <clears throat> that's worse than that. You mm. know, <clears throat> his answer to that, according to several senior maintenance workers, part of it was blasted by nuclear devices in the '60s. There are sections like the shuttle tunnels that were formed by an advanced tunneling machine that leaves the tunnel walls smooth. That'd be the boring machines. Yep. Um, the finished walls in those tubes resemble polished black glass. That's fucking crazy. But if you think about it, <clears throat> what is rock of more than just sand? Yeah. And what happens when you superheat sand? It turns into glass. Exactly. And underground like that, where they are, it's probably fucking vi- like the rock is probably very dark under like the bedrock kind of shit. Probably. You know, maybe. <clears throat> by whom was the Dulce installation originally constructed? Nature started the caverns. The Draco reptilian humanoids used the caverns and tunnels for centuries. Later, though, Rand Corporation plans... <clears throat> I'm sorry, later, through Rand Corporation plans, it was enlarged repeatedly. The original caverns included ice caves and sulfur springs that the aliens found per- uh, found prote- uh, perfect... I'm sorry found perfect for their needs. The Dulce Caverns rival Carlsbad Caverns in size, and I believe Carlsbad Caverns might be the biggest cave system in the western half of the country. Because I know that, like, the Mammoth Cave System in, like, Kentucky is one of the biggest cave systems in the world. Um, But Carlsbad is pretty fucking big, too. Yeah. But they also don't have reports of aliens and shit at, you know, in Mammoth Cave. No. That's all, like, weird old magic Appalachia bullshit that hangs out in there, you know? <laughs> of course. Where your mammy and your papa told you that, not to go in there. You got them fucking white crawlers in there, like, from the descent and shit. Ooh. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. 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 I, a, I, I had an idea for a book based on some stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like, it's not just them, it's all the other, like, weird 
super pale creatures and shit that we've been afraid of for hundreds of thousands of years for no fucking reason that we can figure out. There has to be a reason that they creep us out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's a reason we're afraid of, like, werewolves and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I wonder why. May have been interaction there. Who the fuck knows? Anyway. Uh... What exactly are the cattle and human organs, such as blood, anal tissue, eyes, reproductive organs, tongues, etc., used for, i.e., the organs obtained via cattle and human mutilations? <clears throat> His response, read the so-called Dulce papers for that. We could do that, but that would be like... Hey, we're turning Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Windows podcast, <laughs> into us reading these things for a fucking month. Oh, no. There well. is so many. Is there? There's a ton of them. Wow. I, was, I was like, oh, shit, I'll click into that. I'll look at it. <clears throat> We'd be here for fucking days on end. <clears throat> wow. We'd be here long enough that you would grow facial hair. <laughs> read those fucking things. <laughs> that would be something. Here's some more. Are the various electromagnetically controlled air and spacecraft that have been seen leaving from the area of Mount Archuleta manned by humans, the alien entities, or both? Archuleta Mesa is a minor area. The craft leave and are stored in five different areas. One is south southeast of Dulce, uh, one near Durango, Colorado, one near Taos, New Mexico. Surprise. Um, and the main fleet is stored at Los, uh, Los Alamos, which is in... Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Los, Los Alamos Labs. Like, yeah. The same place that people have seen fucking, um, like, you see, like, a, a weird thing fly over, and then a goddamn laser will come out of the roof of it, and it just vanishes. Because mm -hmm. Los Alamos has got fucking, you know, ground-to-orbit laser weapons, apparently. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's another one in... Um, God damn it. Nope, not just there. There's one in, uh, it's just outside of D.C. that people have seen that weird shit like that happen to where, like, you'll see something, like, they have videos that's like, oh, look at that, it's a UFO, it's a UFO. And you see this, like, Bwomp! and it's gone. Oh, it's probably, <laughs> uh, um, uh, what the fuck's the base there? Um, Are you thinking Wright-Patterson? No. So that's in Ohio. No, not Wright-Pat. No, um. Aberdeen. Maybe. Because that's a fucking, that's a, that's a proving ground. That's for the fucking, they go and do a lot of fucking warfare shit and wouldn't surprise me. Then they sometimes, you know, blackmail government companies into doing them at a private airfield. And then, you know, you show True. up with your own thing and you blow them <laughs> out of the sky and then a different one shows up and kills all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just a Joe Ledger book, so that's that's not even real, man. Um, There's no fucking way that it's possibly real. It's real. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> There's no way that they're going to come up with uh, uh, cars that drive themselves, which happened in a book. Oh, yeah. But, wait, oh, they do. They did? <laughs> others, others have suggested that some of the entities below Dulce are not of... Are, are not... I'm sorry. Yeah. That some of the entities below Dulce are not of extraterrestrial origin and they're actually descended from uh, saurian or rept uh, reptilioid uh, beings such as velociraptors stenosaurian aqualis um, a serpentine race or uh, races similar to that hinted in the third chapter of the book of Genesis 
His answer, very straightforward. Yes, some reptoids are native to the planet. Uh, the ruling caste of aliens are reptilian. The beige and white, uh, white beings called the Draco. Uh, other reptilian beings are green and some are brown. They were an ancient... Uh, they were an ancient race on Earth living underground. It may have been one of the Draco uh, draconian beings that, quote, tempted Eve in the Garden of Eden. Um, reptoids rightly consider themselves, quote, native Terrans, uh, being you know, native to Earth yeah. before we were here. They came up with, like, hey, um, baby, you want to do the, you know? <laughs> you want one of them apples? You want one of them dare apples? Huh? No, they're Granny Smith. They're fucking gross. <laughs> She's like, I got these red ones, all red delicious, those mushy pieces of shit. No, thanks. I'm good. Get any fucking no, oranges, dude? No, honey. These are apple crisps. No, fuck that. Give me a pineapple, you piece of shit. We'll talk then. Um, <laughs> she fucking bit that apple. Dude, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big apple guy. Well, she you know. was. Pears? I'd, I'd sin for pears. I'm not going to lie. Um, some good, like a good peach? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Like peaches. Eh. Pineapple's good. Um, honeydew is just space filler and fruit salad. It doesn't taste like anything. I mean, probably the only one I'd sin for, probably if I did any sinning or anything, would be probably fucking watermelon. Oh, cantaloupe's pretty good too, though. Yeah, oh, cantaloupe. Is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. I'm pineapple guy though. I'm, I'm watermelon all the way. Or grapes. Okay, I could. I. 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 I don't know. I gotta be in the mood for grapes, and then if you bite one that's squishy, they're just not. It, it kind of fucking takes it out there. I know it's gonna be crispy. I want one that you bite into it. It feels like a like a human eyeball, like bursting in your mouth. That's what a grape's supposed to be like. I like. Grapes. It's supposed to snap when you bite it, not yeah, squish. It's supposed to be like firm. Yeah. 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 Um. Perhaps they were once called uh, called the fallen angels. Maybe not. Either way, we are considered squatters on Earth. <laughs> ah. Some is uh, some yeah, some have suggested. At the so-called underground ET bases and tunnels may, for a large part, be literally thousands of years old. Constructions of an antediluvian race. That one's for Nate. He'll he'll appreciate that. Um, <laughs> which it, <clears throat> which attained to considerable level of scientific complexity, and were destroyed by a divinely initiated cataclysm, which took place after the attempt to merge their science with occult supernatural forces. For instance, some have suggested that the Bermuda Triangle phenomena may be one of the results of an out-of-control Atlantean experiment that led to a space-time disaster which produced, quote, electromagnetic fallout in the Triangle area and elsewhere um, after they had accidentally loosed the powerful forces and, uh, <clears throat> and energies into the world that they knew very little about. Do you observe, uh, do your observations tend to confirm or refute such possibilities? If I had responded to this, I would have said, what the fuck did you just say? I didn't understand a goddamn word of what you just said. I probably would have said, I can neither confirm or deny that. He says this, I'm not sure about the divine part, but these aliens consider themselves native Terrans. So this dude just wasted all these words that he'll never get back. And this guy's like, I don't know, man, but they were here first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do the little, where do the little gray aliens fit in? They work for and are controlled by the Draco. There are other gray-skinned beings that are not in league with the Draco. Do you ever, <clears throat> did you ever talk to any of the aliens at the base? Since I was the senior security technician at the base, I had to communicate with them on a daily basis. Okay. 
If there were any problems that involved security or video cameras, I was the one they called. So he is the fucking cable guy. He He's an Xfinity expert for aliens. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there sometime between uh, 8 and 12. <laughs> if the reptilian ca- uh, working cast that uh, usually did the physical labor in the lower levels at Dulcie. Did you notice any involvement of high... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. This dude is just like, I think this is what Alex Jones would be like if you got him and David Icke smash the two of them together and put them on fucking Ritalin. Did you notice the involvement of high level Freemasons, Rosicrucians, Jesuits, or any other form like this within the underground installation and or with the aliens? Yes, I did. But that's a loaded question, and I won't comment further. I'm not a Mason or a member of any of these secret fraternal groups. There is one organization that I'm a member of in the USA, and that group is commonly called the Central Unit. It is a pleasure to tell you that I am a member of the Subgalactic League of Costa Rica. <laughs> wow. Okay. Goddamn. Like... The Subgalactic League of Costa Rica. Okay, so. Is that like a fucking, like, like. A minor, minor league, triple... When I first read it, my thought was they are enthusiasts of interdimensional, planetary, like, free-roaming craft, submarines in space. But that's just where my stupid fucking brain went. went, Yeah, yeah, space U-boats, that makes sense to me. Makes just as much sense as the rest of this shit. I mean... Or they're just fucking fans of Star Trek. I don't know, dude. Like, That's my thought. Underwater Galactic League? I don't fucking know what this guy's talking about. I don't think he does. <laughs> he may or may not. I mean, if we find out that there's some fucking Costa Rican fucking whatever basket weaving team... Whatever the fuck this thing is called, you know, Costa Rican Space Force. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> Tom, did you have access to the to any alien craft? Fucking. Every, Were you ever inside night. any of them? <laughs> anyway, yeah, just the gray ones. But oh wait, the craft? No. <laughs> uh, My first kid was born in one. <laughs> yes, I frequently saw them in the garages. There are quite a few of them. The main fleet is stored at Los Alamos, obviously. Yes, I entered several crafts. There were two things that stick in my mind. The odd spongy feeling of the floors and the unusual pinkish purple color of the lighting. Which is weird because that's almost exactly, it's very close to the whole Travis Walton thing with the lighting. The pinky purple shit. Yeah. So. The pinky purple. Are they related? Did this guy read fire in the sky? Before he did this interview, who the fuck knows? There's no way of telling. And spoiler alert, we'll never know because this motherfucker went missing a month after this interview. Son of a bitch. Just vanished. Poof. Gone. Because they heard he he gave the fucking interview. Yeah. Yeah. What happens when you do interviews and you're not supposed to? Yeah. Who knows? This this may have been the fucking, uh, the frantic caller on Art Bell. We don't know. True. We don't know. Uh, and fit- maybe it was his his, his uh, fraternal members of the... It was another member of the Subgalactic League. The Yeah, the, the Costa Rican Subgalactic fucking League that, you know... But, okay, so a Subgalactic League of Costa Rica would lead you to believe that there are other Subgalactic Leagues. 
True. Do you have to finish at the top of your league to go to a different country, like in soccer? That's possible. <laughs> <I, clears> you know? Do you have to beat fucking Man U to move up in the in the thing or what? Like, I don't know. Well, that's just one league. I don't know how the fuck any of that works. No, no, no. It's just one league. That's, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. They're subgalactic. I mean, how do you or, get to regular galactic? Or it's like fucking Pokemon, where you have to beat this league to go to that league to go to that league. I don't know. To get but to then the there's fucking... gyms you have to go to and stuff. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah. We have to beat the gyms to get to the fucking league. And then, then, you know, they beat the whole thing, and then you move on or something. I don't know. I That's mean, kind of what I just said. I just put it into sports terms. I don't know. Maybe. You know? But, or maybe there's just league, teams within that league. I don't fucking know, man. Um, so he finishes that quote. The crew stated the floors become rigid in flight and the purple tint of the lights changes to bright blue white. The entire inside of the craft are scaled down in size when, uh, when compared to the average human. The halls were curved and narrow, but somehow... When inside, it appears bigger than it looks. It's a fucking TARDIS. It's a TARDIS. Motherfucker. Uh, certain areas, the outermost sections, almost felt and looked alive. I was never taken up in one. So he's been in them on the ground. He's never been on a test drive. Because he wasn't good enough. Uh, or you just don't fucking put regular ass people in here. It's, you know. He, or he just went on and never went on a date with a fucking alien. Can you give me more information on the reptilian race? What do they uh what do they do on the sixth level? This guy's fucking dead set on those reptiles. He well, that's fucking... that's the big thing. He also he also puts it in brackets here, the area called Nightmare Hall. This is the yes. this is the motherfucker of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I've heard about this. Nightmare one. Hall is fucking wild. Yeah. This is like Cthulhu's hanging out down there yeah. just like eating people's souls and all kinds of crazy shit going on here. Okay. Tickle Buckle leave. up because this is a long fucking answer. Okay. This is, this is the part where you'd hear ticka, 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 leave. This, this is legitimately a five paragraph answer. Ooh. The worker cast does the daily chores, mopping the latex floors, cleaning the cages, bringing food to the hungry people and other species. It is their job to formulate the proper mixture for the, ty- uh, for the type one and type two beings that are the Draco race, that, sorry, that the Draco race has created. The worker cast work in labs as well as uh, at the computer banks. And all I can imagine the whole time I was reading this, I was like, oh my God, it's just velociraptors and lab coats. As they're walking and they can only type with that one big fucking claw on their feet. So that their office chairs have to be set up weird. And they're just like typing like my dad. <laughs> Either that or they got big ass keys. I don't know. Anyway, not the mama. <laughs> um, that's what you hear out of nowhere. And also latex floors. That sounds fucking gross. Yeah. Like, condom floors, man. Like, I, yeah, I guess it's probably easier to clean up. Mm. The spermicide helps. Who knows? It's true. <laughs> um. Uh, the working uh, okay basically speaking the reptilian races are active at all levels of the Dulce base there are several different races of aliens that work on the east section of level 6 um, and then he says no doubt some collaborating Nordic factions included uh-huh. which those would be Nordic aliens not like the Swedes yes you know um, these are the hybrids these are the aliens that look like Thor yeah yeah more human than yeah. anything. 
and they're said to be the the leaders of the greys because they right. think the greys are basically just fucking like worker bees the section commonly uh that section is commonly called the alien section how creative wow how, cre- how creative the draco are the undisputed masters of the fifth sixth and seventh levels the humans uh, are <laughs> undisputed masters yeah. yeah they hold the belts they beat fucking francis nagano and uh oh. george st pierre nice so like nobody can beat him now <laughs> damn um, unless it's like uh, sean strickland because he'll just beat the fuck out of anybody. Ah, apparently. True. Did you see that th- that whole thing? Where that dude was like sitting behind him running his mouth and he's like, he looks back, there's a woman and kids sitting there. He's like, hey, move. Yeah, he's and like, they moved and he just like fucking jumps. And, yeah. And Dana White had a press conference after that. He goes, yeah, that was my fault. I fucked up. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, I do all the seating arrangements and I shouldn't have put those two anywhere near each other. <laughs> yeah, because he went like this. Boom, like that. <laughs> yeah, but Sean Strickland's also the guy that chased somebody out of his house with a fucking handgun like, three weeks ago because they broke into his house and he held him at gunpoint until the cops got there like he's a crazy motherfucker <laughs> yeah. you know <sighs> okay um the uh the humans are second in command on those levels ah i had to argue with one large draconian uh, draconian boss frequently <laughs> Listen here, you fucking velociraptor, his triceratops, son of a bitch. His name is difficult to verbalize. I'm I'm not even gonna fucking try this, dude. Mok, lock, mook, lock, no, man. there's a lot of K's, H's, and uh. A's, and this <laughs> is about uh, as close as we're that gonna get. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, I usually called him Karsh, and he hated it. <laughs> the draconian, uh, the draconian leader, uh, leaders are very formal. When talking to the human race, the ancient beings consider us a lower race, obviously, you know, because we're not fucking giant lizards. Karsh called me, quote, leader Castillo. <laughs> but it was used in a sarcastic way. Uh, however, the worker cast uh, is friendly enough as long as you allow them to speak first. Uh, this sounds like a god. Like, I feel like this is a fever dream that I'm even reading this. It's probably is. It's, it's fucking <laughs> crazy. They will answer if you address them. They're very cautious beings and consider most humans to be hostile. Uh, I don't disagree. I, I, I don't know, man. They always seem surprised when they found many of the uh, uh, when they found many of the humans were uh, were open and trustworthy. There's no fraterniz- fraternization with the aliens off hours, <laughs> so you can't just like go have a fucking beer with them at the. <laughs> there, will be, there will be no sex. Yeah, no, you can't be like, in hey, the man, champagne we're, room. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go down to the fucking bar. You want to come? Like, nah, man, I probably shouldn't like be seen by other people. Come on, stuff. Bring, your, bring your wife. Yeah. Come Cloak on. or something, you, you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah. Cover those fucking horns up. Are you peer pressuring me? Yeah, I am. That doesn't work. Um, come hang out like a normal person. <laughs> I'm a lizard. Uh, it, is for, it is forbidden to speak to any alien race in the halls or elevators without clear business orientation uh, oriented reasons. No small talk. You know what? I'm okay with that. I don't give a fuck about how the weather is. I, d- I don't want to talk to you on the elevator. I, yeah, it's one floor. We're going up. I don't want to talk to you. It's yeah, fine. Just yeah. hit your fucking button and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and if you fart in here, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> um, humans can talk to humans, and aliens can speak to aliens. That is as far as it goes. At the work site, however, it's different. There is, quote, free speech in the labs. Oh. Okay. Because this is America. Well, and we have rights. Of course. Uh, if this was a China, you know, then you're fucked. The com- uh, 
Camaradere. Uh, uh, I don't know what that is. Um, Sounds like some fucking... Found in the lab also reaches the computer bank section. Uh, in those areas, everybody talks to anybody. However, everything changes the minute you cross the threshold of the hall. Instantly, all conversation becomes strictly formal. Uh, hard as it was several times, I had to arrest someone simply because they spoke to an alien. It's a strange place. So it's no like, shit. So it's like you're walking out of the, you know, of this area. You're talking, you know, talking with, you know, your buddy that you know, two minutes yeah. before. You're like, da da da. Oh, stop! Fucking garlic, the purple thing. You're in the middle of a conversation. The story is getting good, and then you get to the fucking threshold, yeah. and it's like, so yeah, and like. <laughs> He had to explain that this is a strange place, which we didn't know that from the second no. question, where they apparently have asshole tissue in jars somewhere and blood. That's kind of a weird fucking place, I would say. I mean, they got fucking hybrid human, half human, half fucking goat things going on. Exactly what first made you aware that something was wrong at Dulce? Seems to me that the place, <laughs> the place as uh, as obviously horrible as it was, wouldn't need an Einstein to know that there is a that this is a crime site. What took you so long? Are you, are you the guy who blew the whistle? There are several things you should know about. I took an oath under the penalty of death <laughs> that no matter what I say or heard, I would never divulge the information. Also, I signed a waiver that states I would willingly give up my life if I, fa if I was found guilty of treason. Well, we know he's dead. At the Dulce base, treason is, quote, anything that mentions the details of daily operations at the facility when outside the confinement of the base. When I first arrived, a, quote, need-to-know policy was in effect. The, stor uh, the story the honchos told us was that this is a tri-biotransfer facility with advanced technology doing advanced adventurous mythology methodology for medical and mental gains. I like the mythology better. Dude, this is fucking crazy. What is uh, which is a fancy way of saying they do really risky things with human life just to see what would happen if a medical cure happens. It'll be heralded or set, uh, on the surface of the earth as a marvelous new cure, saying it was found after years of research at some well-known medical lab. The real story of the cure is never explained. After all, the Dulce base is a secret facility. These people are very good at what they do. They do not tell the truth about the unfortunate people that end up in, quote, in the Nightmare Hall. You know who would have got a fucking heart on if he'd been there? Huh? Was Joseph Mingla. I don't know. He would have been like, I don't know, because they're not Aryan. So he'd have been like, no, these, these, you guys are below us. And then one of them would have fucking just, like, eaten him. It's probably possibly true instead of being drowned in a bathtub by a bunch of like but ninja he, jews <laughs> but there's the whole science part of it where he was like would have been like okay i respect your science they're your twins <laughs> show uh, me your twins <laughs> so i worked uh, i worked with aliens with that in mind you should get the idea of the secrecy of the security at the place <sighs> yes i know uh this was the uh the usual hospital type job I'm sorry, it was not the usual hospital-type job, but in the beginning, I bought the whole package. Ah. I was reminded daily by intercom in the elevators. This site does high-risk advanced medical and drug testing to cure insanity. Please never speak to the inmates. It can destroy years of work. I'm sensible when doctors say don't speak to them. Who was I, uh, who was I to uh, destroy a delicate situation? But one man somehow caught my eye. 
He reportedly stated that he was George S. They didn't give his last name. That he had been kidnapped and he was uh, he was sure someone was searching for him. I didn't know. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why he sticks in my mind. I found I was remembering his face, thinking he sure didn't look or sound insane. But many inmates say that. The next week, I uh, I convinced a friend of mine, a cop, to run a check on the guy, saying I had uh, I had a run in with him and I was curious. I didn't mention that I didn't mention the base at all. It was a sickening feeling when the, confu- uh, when the computer confirmed that George S. was in fact missing. What's worse, the cops thought he was just another guy that got tired of the daily grind and took off. This was uh, th- that was the beginning. Am I the one that blew the whistle? No. The next Monday, I searched for George, but he was gone. I'm sure he's in a fucking kibble dish somewhere. Uh, uh, there were no records that explained what happened to him. It was another security officer that came to me, uh, came to me saying he and some lab workers wanted an off-duty meeting at one of uh, at one of the tunnels off the record. Curiosity took over, and I said, "Okay." That night, about nine men showed up. They said they knew they were risking uh, risking me turning them in, but uh, they wanted. They wanted to show me something, and I that they that they thought I should see. Um, one by one, they showed records that provi- that proved many inmates were missing people. There were newspaper clippings and even photos uh, that some of them had that they had somehow smuggled into the base. They hoped to smuggle them back out without me. Uh, they hoped to smuggle them back out without me turning them in. Um, I could see the fear in their faces as they spoke. One man stated he would rather lose his life by trying than to lose his soul by doing nothing at all. It was that remark that turned the tide. I told him about George and the things I found out about him. After a few hours, we pledged to attempt to expose the Dulcie base. The Nightmare Hall. That's a descri- that's descriptive, but surely there was a regular name that we'd be calling it in the manuals. In the manuals, it was called the Vivarium. It describes Dulce Base as a secret facility for tending bioforms of all types. In their report, it is retold as a private subterranean bioterminal park with accommodations for animals, fish, fowl, reptiles, and mankind. After seeing this, quote, park, the name Nightmare Hall is far more accurate than the manual. The accommodations for the inmates in Nightmare Hall f- fall short of the pretty picture the manual describes. Um... Hold on here. I'm just going to... There's a lot of these. I'm going to try to skip to some more of the interesting ones. Um, Did any of the working cast join the revolt? Could you give me some names? A few of the working... (laughs) A few of the reptilian janitor crew uh, let us know that they knew we were attempting to sabotage the work going on in the 6th and 7th levels. Lizards and fucking jumpsuits with mops, man. Sons of bitches. Tail holes cut out in them and stuff. But Fucking Rex on his name tag. <laughs> I mean, but they're the eyes and ears of the, the facility. It's like the barber. You know, everybody tells the fucking barber everything. Oh, yeah. You know? Or you just talk, you know, in front of the janitor because you don't give a shit because... Yeah. They're not people. They're fucking yeah. janitors. Who cares? Yeah, obviously. Uh, okay. One of them with the name... We're going to call him S because I'm not going to fucking try that. Ah. Secretly formed a small group of reptoids with the same mindset as our group. Yeah. So we're, we're getting some like gorilla fighters go. Oh, yeah. Lizard gorillas. Yes. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, S took it upon himself 
the danger of informing me. He was as open as, uh, as is possible in a unique situation. On the day I found out about it, I was inspecting a camera near an exit tunnel. He approached, stooped down <laughs> the, re- uh, the tall reptilians, average seven to eight feet in height, according to most witnesses, is what the interviewer says here, um, seemingly scraping some of the non-existent uh, dirt. And he quietly said, a few of us agreed that you are singular in your interest in missing human reports. If true, walk away. I'll reach you. It is if untrue, destroy my life now. Okay. Um, my heart almost leapt out of my chest, but I silently walked towards one of the wide halls. For the rest of my life, I'll remember those words. It was the first time I knew reptilians could have individual thoughts and opinions. <laughs> Basically, they formed a uni- uh, they formed a uniform front with a small variety of interests, or at least. Or at least that's uh, what we thought, what we had thought. Uh, It was a couple days before I heard from him again. As he was walking beside me in the sixth level, uh, sixth level's infamous hall, I heard him say, enter the exit tunnel on the sixth level north after your shift. The next few hours were long and filled with uh, thoughts of betrayal or worse, but I shouldn't have worried. I contacted uh, one of the original nine uh, men from the resistance group and let him know just in case. Gordon wanted to go with me. Uh, Gordon's a, a human, oh. not a not a lizard, because that'd okay. be like, okay. you know, these fucking goofy ass names. Like, oh, this dude's Gordy, you know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He's fine. Whatever. His name's Todd. <laughs> um, he wanted he wanted to go with me, but I convinced him to wait um, a few feet from the exit and pretend he was having trouble with his with his electric golf cart. <laughs> when I got there, there were three of them. S formerly introduced me to F and H because I'm not fucking even attempting these names because they are horse shit. Uh. F-A-H-S-S-H-A-A-A. Not, not a fucking chance. His name is F. Sure. With that, I quickly grabbed Gordon from the hall and the five of us talked and walked in the dark tunnels about three hours. <gasps> After that day... The, the joint resistance group got bigger and bolder. Ultimately, it ended with a military assault was initiated via the exit tunnels, and they executed anyone on their list, human or reptilian. We fought back, but none of the working cast had weapons, nor did the human lab workers. Only the security force and a few computer workers had flash guns. It was a massacre. Everyone was screaming and running for cover. The halls and the tunnels were filled as full as possible. We believe it was Delta Force because of the uniforms and the methods they used. What, they didn't have fucking patches on? Like, that's the only thing that would distinguish them as Delta. You know? No, well... Fucking Shigart and Gordon down here just smoking lizards before they went to Somalia. That's possible, true. You know? Hoots down here just chucking grenades down halls and stuff. Jesus Christ. Um... Uh... So they chose to hit at, sh- at a shift change, an effort that killed as many names uh, as possible on their list, which that is a actually a pretty good way to do it. I've read some other books where they've, you know, you hit a facility and you do it a shift change where nobody really knows what's going on. You just fuck everybody up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be uh, Assassin's Code. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Read the goddamn Joe Ledger series. I fucking shut up and do it. <laughs> Get it on a, get it on an Audible. They're not a sponsor, but fuck. 
Uh, we to this day do not know who betrayed us. Uh, Gordon ran beside me as we ran into the third level exit tunnels and he died with several bullets slammed into his back. I vaporized the assassin and kept running and I'm still running. Gordon will be remembered. Tell me more about the flash gun. Is it difficult to operate or is it like a weapon on Star Trek that can stun or kill on different modes? It is an advanced beam weapon that can operate on three different phases. Okay. okay. Phase one, like Star Trek, can stun and maybe kill if the person has a weak heart. On phase two, it can levitate anything no matter what it weighs. <laughs> phase three is the... And this is in all caps. Serious business mode. The next time I do an AR-15... It's going to be on safe and serious business mode. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, it can be used to paralyze anything that lives, animal, human, alien, or plant. So what did you vaporize a motherfucker with if it just paralyzes shit? Yeah. That's not right. There has to... No. He didn't... No. Because he said he vaporized him. He sure did. He's miss. He's not, he's not telling about something. He had one of those fucking... Uh, he had another fourth selector. No, what do they call them there? The fucking uh, talk. The oh guns. yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Microwave uh, micro uh, microwave pulse pistol. <laughs> yes. MPP again. Fucking Joe Ledger series. Yes. Talk. Quit being a bitch and do it. <laughs> uh, okay. On the higher position of the same mode, it can create a can create in again in all caps temporary death temporary i assure you any doctor would certify that person is dead but their life essence lingers in some strange limbo some kind of terrible state of non-death <laughs> in one to five hours the person will revive slowly first the bodily functions will begin so they'll piss and shit themselves ah, it's true. Uh, then in a few minutes consciousness follows <laughs> with full awareness in that mode the alien scientist reprogram the human brain and plant false information Okay, so so, so it's black. a it's a shit and piss your pants pistol, and then you get brain flashed. <laughs> yes. When the person awakes, he recalls the false information as information he gained through life experience. There is no way for a person to learn the truth. The human mind quote remembers and believes completely in the false data. If you attempt to inform them, they would laugh or get angry. They never believe the truth. Their mind always forgets the experience of reprogramming. You asked if the flash gun is difficult to operate. A two-year-old child could use it with one hand. It resembles a flashlight with black glass conical inverted lenses. On the side, there are three recessed knobs in a cur and three curved grooves. Each knob is sized differently. The closer the knob to the hand, the less the strength. It's that simple. Each knob has three strengths also with automatic stops at each position. So it actually clicks. Each knob clicks. You can't, it's not like a slide. It's not like, you know, a slider, like a dimmer for your lights. It, you have to like tick, tick, tick to get to different settings. I still want to know where, how, what fucking settings oh, the buddy, vaporizer. We're, 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 done, we're not done yet. God damn it, buddy. The strongest position will vaporize anything that lives. Wait a minute. I thought he said he, he was already on the strongest. I thought he said that too, man. This mode is so powerful it will leave, in all caps, no trace of what it, of what it vaporized. Uh-huh. 
Uh, <laughs> this is the next question I would ask after getting all these answers about the flash gun. How are human workers stopped from... Oh, I'm sorry. Nope. Oh, I thought this was the one of the... Uh, how do you... Uh, how do they make sure people don't steal shit? That, that one's different. Uh. Um, I'm going to skip ahead here. Find a different one. Okay. A construction worker at the Ant Hill, which is the Northrop's technology base, uh, which would be Northrop Grumman. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, another military contractor that makes a bunch of crazy shit. Yes. Um, reported seeing 10 to 12 foot tall human looking beings in lab coats. What are those guys? Are they from the hollow earth? <laughs> They're probably inner earth drones. Uh, the deeper you get, the stranger the life forms. The tall men are from these subterranean levels, lower, um, yet are the dwarfed, deformed forms. I don't trust either of them. There are other forms that, uh, that both the tall men and the dwarfed men fear and loathe. They are similar to Bigfoot in appearance, but extremely violent and enjoy, and enjoy eating whatever they find while it's still alive. <laughs> They're subhuman and demented with an IQ of around 15. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the reptilioid life forms stay in caves or caverns that aren't very deep. They prefer the desert mountains. They use camouflage rather than fighting, but they they do carry vril rods for protection. Uh, so the vril rods are the flash guns. Okay. But uh, almost makes you wonder who came up with the vril rods. They might have spoke German. They might have had an affinity for a 45-degree angle. You know, because the, the Vril were something that the, the, the fucking Nazis were all about. Because they were aliens. Okay. Or they just stole the information. They do uh, They do have a symbol, not the hokey snake with wings, that I keep seeing in public, which is used mostly Caduceus. by the Greys. Um, and also as a medical symbol for the Delta Force... Um, the reptoids use a dragon with its tail in its mouth with seven pointed stars in the middle. Um, there are so many types of, uh, of really, f- of really far out aliens seen in TV movies, magazines, and popular fiction. Is there one type of fictional unknown race in your opinion that fits the term alien? Yes, there are two, an alien that is totally indescribable and another, uh, would be a pseudo alien. <laughs> okay. Um, let's get down to some other one here. What are the grays susceptible to? The grays are photosensitive. Any bright light hurts their eyes. They avoid sunlight and travel at night. They're raccoons. <laughs> uh, camera flashes cause them to back up. It could be used as a weapon against them, but they recover quickly. It could buy you enough time. It could buy you enough time to escape. Use commands or nonsensical words in the form of commands, and they will back up. Um, their brain is more logical than ours, and they do not create fun. They do not understand poetry either. <laughs> what really confuses them is saying things in pig Latin. We learned that in a hurry and used it against them <laughs> in the Dulce Wars. Ah. Oh, wow. Christ. Uh, can Grays read your intentions if you uh, if you come up behind one? Yes, they read your intent because they use your body's frequency. 
the human race broadcasts a frequency that recognize that they I'm sorry that they recognize as an electromagnetic impulse. Each person has a slightly different frequency. Um, I think mine's like 2.4 megahertz. That's why I can't use remote control cars. That. <laughs> um, uh, the difference is what we call personality. So that's your frequencies, your personality. Ah. Okay. When a human thinks they broadcast strong impulses in the case of fear, the frequency is loud and easy to recognize. <sighs> okay. So again, this guy went missing after this interview and um, whoever killed him, I don't blame him. <laughs> I, this is fucking crazy. So I, the, I skipped probably a third of the questions on there. Because we'd be here all fucking night. I had 14 pages for that interview. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. We could have kept going. But thankfully, uh, it's quarter of 10, so we're not going to. No. Jesus. No. But anyway, that's New Mexico. Yeah. Go fucking party in the Southwest, man. Like, Jesus crow. At least the next one of the road trips, New York, so we don't have to go as far. And there is weird shit there true so there is yeah. jesus so anyway uh as kevin said go on over to patreon.com <laughs> forward slash dark windows podcast if you didn't dark windows. if you didn't hear him go over five dollars a month gets you access to uh this week will be episode 100 of patreon oh yeah um and there may be some changes coming to patreon we're not 100 percent sure yet um It'll it be it the, changes changes for the good. Like it'll be know. the second to last Patreon of twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Yep. So yeah. And uh Studio, Dark Windows fifteen, check out, gets you fifteen percent off your entire order. Um <laughs> Kevin's in Kevin's Facebook, Dark Windows Podcast. There's two of them. Like both of them. Kevin's in go pee pee then Instagram, Dark Windows Pod. We post stuff there occasionally. You can reach out to us personally if you'd like. You know who we are at this point. I'm, in, I'm exhausted. I've been he, crawling around painting all day. I'm fucking tired. He's in pee-pee night night time. I, I am, I am very, very much. much ready to take my dogs out one last time then go lay down and read. There you go. Bit. All right. So. Well, just because you can't see on the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. And uh, I'm not sure if we're having... Uh, an actual main episode next week I because think it's we Christmas. I, I don't know. Christmas is on fucking Monday. Eh, Grow maybe. up. I don't know. We'll do something, even if it's just another New York. If it's the New York road trip, who knows? We'll see. I've already got something lined up for that. It's not like paranormal or spooky. It's just real fucking weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, we'll bye. See. All right. Bye. <laughs>